Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing! Starring the original book divas Martha Steele and Vonnie Golden, and also featuring Megan Runyon, YA superfan, Keith Steigert, Uber Reader, and Romance Junkie. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination one book at a time, they are three book girls. So I have news. <gasps> What's your news? Hot neighbor moved back into the apartment complex. Shut up. N- Except now serious. she's leaving it. But I just put in my 30-day notice, oh. so I'm not going to see him walking around in his little shorts walking his dog. I wonder if no your hot neighbor on. is the neighbor, my neighbor Damn across it, the street. Because I had a neighbor just move out with his girlfriend. <laughs> no, there's well, no there's girlfriend. there's no girlfriend. Oh, wait, it's okay. just him. Well, I think it's just him and the dog. I, that's all I've seen. Well, this this person, and I haven't seen him, so I don't know if I can what say kind of hot, do- hot What name. kind of dog is it? I don't know. But it's kind of coincidental that they got in a big fight, and now hot neighbors moved back into your apartment. <laughs> well, you know, that could be because hot neighbor had a girlfriend when he see? left for Florida, and he... Because I talked to him today, and he said he went to Florida for a couple of weeks and then came back here but to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't think he was in Florida. Mm-hmm. I'd have to ask my other neighbor. She'd know. Wouldn't that be funny, though, if it was the same hot neighbor? It would be really <laughs> that funny. That would be funny. <laughs> but I'm like, if you tell me what the dog looked like, I could tell you whether or I'm not. I'm not sure if they had a dog, but. Probably more than one, just one hot guy with a dog. Just a few in the yeah. world. I passed yeah, one but, in Edmond today that I was like. But it would like, be fun, you know. If that... I think it's more fun that there are two hot neighbors with two dogs that you both can get shit. There you stuff go. Stuff with, you know. Yeah, that's true. I don't. That I don't even. Both can get jiggy with. They're they're both single, so. Well, mine would only be eye candy because he's like super young. I would definitely have to go cougar to be able to date him, like way cougar, like probably over my own limits. Cougar. Bonnie, not... it's time to get your groove back. Stella's got to get her Stella. groove back. <laughs> Mar- Martha needs to take this away you permission. from me. I'll keep to say, it. Can I, I give you permission to date the super young hot neighbor? Go. I did pet his dog. Aww. Right Run in the front. to him. Right in the front. Run to him? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> First, ingratiate yourself with the you. dogs. Well, the dog already knows me. See, (laughs) this is is how you make it into a hot dude's heart who has a dog. Keith, you're telling me earlier about this uh, TikTok video. (gasps) Keith Keith and I have a TikTok problem, but this is one I have not even seen yet. I think Keith has a worse TikTok problem because that dude pops up all the time. And it's like, don't you think you should get a snack or go to sleep? That that, you dude. that asshole showed up on mine last night, too. So I feel you. I was like, fuck you, dude. Fine. (laughs) But no, this this lady, everyone in the world must look it up. She's so hysterical. And I'm old, so I don't I think it's a parody of another song. I'm sure it probably is, but I don't know the original song because, like I said, I'm an old lady. But um, this African-American woman is lying in bed and her guy is next to her and she's like singing to the camera and he is just under the covers like looking at her like, what are you what are you talking about, honey? And she's like, if that man gonna cheat on you, tell him what you gonna do. Gonna taste him in the balls. How about that? Bzz, bzz. What's that smell? Burning nuts <laughs> And it, she, she has a taser. So the bzz, bzz is her actually doing the taser. And his eyes 
his eyes get huge and then he kind of shrinks under the covers and i'm like you go woman like yeah i do know that song the original that? version. that's a lizzo lizzo that's lizzo yeah see old I do lizzo my hair toss check, check my nails. nails baby would you that you're good as hell Oh, yep. no, I like the burning nutsack version. I'm, way I'm looking this up right now. <laughs> so where, where how oh, do look, they look it burning up? Nuts it, I can't stop singing it in my head. What's it's it so called, catchy. though? Good job, Lizzo. Oh. I don't know. Every time I look for it, I look up, um, if that man going to cheat on you. Oh. You have to put Ghana, G-O-N-N-A. Oh, wait, I think that is this the original. Now we have all the book girls in the world on TikTok. Oh, this is maybe. <laughs> That doesn't sound like a woman. It is though. The <laughs> but I don't think that woman's the original because the original audio is somebody different. The original, the I. But uh, this is the one you're seeing. Oh, but she's not and the tons original. Of people now like use it's a sound on TikTok now. Yeah. So like I could do a video. I should do a video. I should do a video about my. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh wait, here's the original. Oh, it's not a woman singing it originally. It's a guy singing it originally. That's the same voice. No, that's this is the original creator. This is like a I don't know what their pronouns are. (laughs) So the original hold on, let me pause it. So the original the original creator, well, I'm gonna. This is too good not to give the credit where credits due. Is at the real clay baby. The real clay baby and clay like claymation like claymation, and they do not have their pronouns in their bio. So I'm I'm going to say they because there's no pronouns and right. he has and they have facial hair. In the in the, ah. the the nutsack video, but not see, the in the one. All the one I always see is a woman, and dude, the man next yes. to her looks terrified, and it's hysterical. yeah. No, the the original audio, is, they are just standing. He's they they are putting on blue eyeshadow, and they have oh. a pink taser. Oh, <laughs> they, so it's a different video than the one she saw, but yeah, still, this, I mean, the that's, original audio. Yes. yes, I think the one I see is a real taser because it like like yeah. it flicks. There, yeah, it's like it's a real taser. There, theirs lights up. The pink one lights up when he, when they hold it up to the camera. It's pink. Yeah, it only has three hundred and sixty four thousand and eight hundred likes. <sighs> Ooh, but can that, I link? Can I link a TikTok on the website? Is that like a thing I can do? Why not? Because I want everyone to see my version of the TikTok. You want to? Uh, yeah, if you can find Try it. Try it, man. You could put both up. You could put the OG and then you the other one. You should ask their permission, though. Yeah, well, we get in trouble for... I mean, I if know. it's just a link that takes you to TikTok. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. should be okay. I mean, it's, it's already it's been shared like 12,000 times, so I think we're okay. That's yeah. true. I was going to say, it's not like you're oh, I'm like sorry. cutting it and putting the video itself on the website. So, yeah. Actually, Ooh, so I that's like... a good way to tell everyone. Everyone should check out our website because we put we put podcast notes now. So, like, if we talk about something, it will. There will be like, I'm gonna try and link the TikTok thing on here, so you know what I'm talking about. Maybe the articles and, that we talk about. Yes, and, and also, the articles we talk about. 
and we are we're Amazon affiliates now. <gasps> Woo! Woo! So, like, if you go to our website and you click on the book that we read that week, you can buy it through the website, and then you can you can help to support the podcast, and that would be really sweet for you. It would and be us. really sweet for us. And us. You know. and it would be you. really yeah. sweet of you to do for us. Thank yes. you. Thank you in advance. Yes. For helping to support our our book habit. <laughs> <laughs> we need all the help that yes, we can get. We do. I love it. It's awesome. Uh, we're getting fancy if we're Amazon affiliates. I know, right? Dang. Yeah. We're that reminds me we need to do now. some stuff. Fancy so bitches. I was reading this article the other day. Now I have Lizzo stuck in my head and uh, I do too. Smoking, <laughs> burning nutsack. And you know, my radio station plays that song. So now I'm going to have an issue when I go to work because the song that's that I be, hear in my head is going to be burning nutsack instead of Lizzo. I'm I not would, even sad about that at all. Well, you don't have to uh, introduce the songs, dumbass. <laughs> You're not going to call it burning nutsack. I'm, I might like to. We're just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna get in the car at work, like coming home from work, and I'm gonna hear Martha be like, "And here's Lizzo." <laughs> like she's gonna have this like chuckle at the end, <laughs> and, and then I'm gonna be like, "Oh, zombies!" <laughs> this vibrator that has a cult following. Oh. oh, okay. And so, of course, I shared it with my girls on on our little um, messenger. You, you can buy that path. through the Amazon link. That's right. And if you buy the vibrator through the Amazon link that's on our page. Oh, God. Don't go down this rabbit then hole. Then we'll get credit for it. Seriously, though, this thing looks amazing. It's called Tracy's Dog Pro 2. I, I don't want to know why it's called Tracy's Dog. That's actually kind of gross. Ask. Don't want to know. I kind of do want to know why it's called that. That's but that's weird. like the brand name. I got the article from scarymommy.com, which I love. I'm <laughs> they always, have good shit I'm on always looking at scarymommy.com. So anyway, it's all about this, this vibrator that does a little slurping motion and lots of vibrating. And so, of course, I shared it with everybody and we were talking about it. And then this related story came up about, you know, the... The boat that got stuck in the Suez Canal? Yes. Seems like there are a lot of products on that boat that shipping has been slowed down because of, including dildos. Yeah, that was like one of the things in the title. Yeah, I know, right? It was in the title of the article. That's hysterical. It was like normal things. Oh, and your dildos. Right. So I'm wondering. We know you're all waiting for them. I bet Amazon is, you know, they're usually pretty fast. So if anybody orders this dildo through there, you have to let me know if you got it on time. Maybe I don't want to know that, actually. I don't don't know if you want to know. It comes in teal, rose red, and purple. There you go. We were wishing it would be black because then it would be like a ninja vibe. Dude. If it were black, I could pass it off as all sorts of stuff. But there's no way that you can pass off a hot but pink if you, vibrator. If you get the hot no. pink vibrator, it can match your hot pink taser. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, just don't get those mixed up just, in the nightstand. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> it's an all-new kind of electrolysis. <laughs> right? Oh, don't really have to be painful. Oh, my God, that's awful. <laughs> I do my own bikini wax. Oh. 
That would be an unfortunate Ooh, night. Ooh, that smell. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so maybe Sorry. don't get Matt, don't get the hot pink with the hot pink teaser for your <laughs> no, own seriously. safety. I am totally, seriously, put this link on our website because I am ordering that sucker through uh-huh. Amazon. Through our link. And yeah. And then we'll make money. I'm really- Everybody. This looks pretty amazing. Sharing. No, we would no. never come out of our rooms at all. <laughs> the, re- the reviews are like you don't. Need- the reviews are like you don't need a man. Kick your man to the curb. Have you been wanting to get rid of your man? Here's the device that does it. And I'm like, wow, dude. The reviews on that article are hilarious. We'll they put really the article are. on there too. Now that Keith is like the queen of linking everything together. <laughs> Holy crap. Sweat and love. Well, it is a little warm and stuff, and I didn't even wash my hair this morning. <laughs> well, I had to go I obviously out. didn't know that I was going to see hot neighbor in the front yard. <laughs> Damn it. In his little booty shorts, walking his dog with <gasps> no shirt on. No, he, he, he was really dressed today. Was he? He oh. was dressed today. Mm. The, day, the day I saw him, he was walking without a shirt on, and he had his little booty shorts on. Yeah. You know, you know, she made a comment. Nice. I'm like, he lives upstairs. Oh, that's hot neighbor. Oh, <laughs> that's hot neighbor oh, nice. with the awesome dog. Hold on, I'm like. Mine's a young adult. I really don't think we want to talk oh, about yeah. dildos. Let, let's not say we did. Did you steal hey, one of my books? Year old, I did. Come at me, bro. I will. Ooh. I already had Jessica stole one on my TBR, and Pat stole one on my TBR while I was gone. Hey, that's what you get for going on vacation, Megan. I can almost guarantee this this ought to be on your TBR. Mm, we'll see. Uh-oh. We could have some fisticuffs. Fight some yeah. people. I'm going to fight some people. I'm going to fight you. Well, I don't have to worry about any of mine being on your guys'. <laughs> or sometimes, mine. <laughs> sometimes I have TB. I have historical fiction on my TBR. It does happen from time to time. Nobody well, you might have this one mine. because this one actually got a lot of... Um, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Attention? Of, attention from the tribe. That's actually where I heard uh, from it. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? I'm just checking. Was Did somebody else going to? I don't know. I don't know what it is yet. It? No, you do whatever you want, sister. Your day. You're going first. You're you first. Get, so. You get the dibs, rest, man. First, then if, if any of the rest of us have read it and had it up on cue, then we get to scroll through Goodreads real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I'm not doing that. But one. I don't think I do. I think we're. I think we're. I safe. don't think this is one that you would read if you read it. You okay. would. I don't know if this is really your kind of book. Uh, fair enough. I read The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna, and this is one, It's it was a while ago that the tribe was talking about it, but there was like a 16-week hold at the library for this book, Yikes. so I had to wait a long Sheesh. time for this to come in. And I'll say it was kind of worth the wait. It wasn't one of my favorite books by this author. I've read a lot of stuff by Kristen Hanna, and I like her writing style. I really do. And this was very well written, and it was a very good story. I just didn't particularly like the main character. Are you supposed to like the main character? Yeah, but when you don't really like the main character, it makes it a little difficult to get into the book at first. But the funny thing is, is that there's author notes at the end of the audio on this, and she says that this is her favorite character that she's ever written. And, and you're like, like ew. <laughs> but, is, but, is she, but is she written to be unlikable or is she written to be likable and you just did not like her? There was just aspects of, of her characteristics that I particularly do not like okay. in a person. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sort of like me and 
and uh, Girl on the Train. And once I start talking mm. about it, I mean, Martha, I know we'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. But, but I mean, like I said, it was still a really great story. I'm definitely not sorry I read it. And I started liking her a little more by the end of the book. My allergies are crazy today. Oh, yeah, they've been, me too, uh, man. Tree pollen is... Benadryl. Tree pollen is super high, I saw, for like the whole next couple of days. I When I was in new mexico and stuff i was taking a zyrtec every morning and like four dayquil throughout the day to survive the allergies i'm just so stuffy and yeah. it makes my my gives me cotton mouth <laughs> hmm, have some of them special brownies have you no god no we're gonna make special brownies when we go to colorado somebody gonna make those for me of course that'd be really nice of you of course well there's bakeries there <laughs> yeah. there are bakeries you can go there's buy. not yes. yes it's legal i'm gonna move there colorado move is Denver. like the- i'm not gonna come back it's not just medical in Colorado. It's like you just can't try to bring it. When I came, when we Damn came it. back from um, Washington, there were drug dogs in like going through the lines to make sure that nobody was taking marijuana onto the plane. So, um, speaking of farming <laughs> and things that blow in the wind, this book um, takes place. It starts right before. The Great Depression. So it's like right at the end of World War One, kind of time. And um, it's about... The fuck is this girl's name? The end of World War One is like the 20s, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the Great 1921. Depression. 1921. Oh. It's, it's Texas 1921. Is that, the Great Depression is after World War One, before okay. World War II. Okay. Yeah. World War Two is what got us out of the, out depression. Of the depression. I get so confused. It's a super fun time. All this history bullshit makes my head hurt. Go ahead. <laughs> you have to know your history martha i math and give her a headache i do history and give her a headache why do you hang out with me why do you even want me on the podcast you complete me <laughs> i complete your migraine <laughs> okay so 1921 texas the economy was still really great in the in 1921 everybody was you know farming getting rich Wheat was selling for a lot of money, so on and so forth. And this is where our story starts. And the main character is a lady named Elsa. She's about 25. And you kind of find out very quickly in the beginning that she's almost like the ugly stepsister of the family. She's not a stepsister, but her other sisters are extremely beautiful and vibrant. And because she had rheumatic fever when she was 14, she was thin, very thin, and a little bit sickly, got tired easily and stuff. And the family has no qualms of making sure that she knows that this is the way that they feel. So they're they're not very nice to her at all. And she's very timid and shy and just kind of goes through life without trying to cause any waves or anything. Until one day she walks in to a fabric shop and sees this red silk. And she decides she's going to buy this red silk and make herself a dress that shows her knees. And she wants to go out dancing. So she makes this dress and sneaks out of her house to go see if she can find somewhere to dance, which is not what you do in Texas in 1921, unescorted. So she tries to get into 
like one of these clubs that like sells alcohol and stuff. And this is during prohibition. So you have to have a password to get into these. And she doesn't have the password, obviously. So she couldn't get into the club. And she's just kind of walking around this small town. And she meets this guy. His name is Rafe. And he's 18, the son of a farmer. And he's also Italian, which is very faux pas for her to date an Italian person because of her upper class. That makes sense. You know, yes. she's she's part of a rich family and you just don't. Italians, there was a lot of prejudice against Italians at this time. We just had a war, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying that it's right that there was discrimination against Italians. No, absolutely I mean, not. I think of the Italian food. Where would we be without that? And spaghetti. Without, mm. Yeah. Pizza. Pizza, mm. spaghetti. I still love you, Italy. Penna pasta. Stanley Tucci. Com- <laughs> Italy completes me. Italy completes <laughs> Pretty much my entire food diet consists of Italy food. Uh-huh. So, but she, you know, kind of likes this guy. He says all the right things. So she goes off with this guy and has her little tryst. Mm. Trouble and- is brewing. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say it that way. She goes off with this guy and she starts kind of a secret relationship with this guy you know she meets up with him he's seen her knees after all i know right i mean damn (laughs) once you've seen the knees you might as well just forget it it's all over it's all over well um she doesn't know a lot about the birds and the bees so pretty soon what do you think happens when you have a secret relationship with bridger tenders it up so I was just thinking that <laughs> her mom finds out that she's in a family way <gasps> and her dad is angry and her mom is angry. So they basically take her and drop her off at this family's house of this 18 year old that she's been Aww. secretly seeing Poor baby, and drives off. She doesn't off even know how that happened and drives off and, and, doesn't i mean there's no choice there's no choice in it um dude this rafe dude was about to leave for college in like two or three days and ends up having to like stop everything and like so both of their worlds are completely changed i mean elsa elsa doesn't know how to um let it go (laughs) i was waiting for that when she said that's what the name was okay her name is elsinoid is that better yes it is actually better no it's still elsa she doesn't and i mean she's she's part of a rich family she's never had to do anything she doesn't know how to keep a house she doesn't know how to cook she's never had to clean the only thing that she basically has ever done is read books which Have she sex. reads a lot of romantic books, and then that's one of the reasons why was she got in trouble. Yeah, uh, they didn't have spicy books. Yeah, back they didn't. Then. Yeah, yeah, they weren't quite. Nobody talked about dildos on podcasts back then. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get pregnant with a dildo. <laughs> that's true. true. That's very true. Seriously, they needed them more than we did. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then it kind of goes into what her life is after this happens and that, that's kind of like the event that starts the whole ball rolling for this is basically her making that red dress and going and meeting Rafe Oof. and then of course you know we all know that the market crashes we go into the great depression and then also during this time there is a four-year drought 
in Oklahoma, Texas, Jeez. Kansas area, and then you have the Dust Bowl. So nothing's growing. So farmers are are losing money. People are leaving and going to California. Elsa ends up going to California with her family because there's just they they can't grow anything. They're not making any money. They're poor. I, everything is dying because of these dust storms and the dust bowl. And she goes to California. And of course, California is extremely prejudiced and rude to the quote unquote Okies who have gone in there to try to get away from the dust bowl. And so then you see kind of the living conditions and the Hoovervilles and everything that has popped up and how people are trying to live and it's just it's a very good book to show it 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 really does a really good job of showing what the the economic crash in the great depression has done to these families who five years ago they were fine they were thriving they were buying more land and farm equipment and you know putting them away money for savings so their kids can go to college and then just in this short amount of time how all of that changes and the prejudice that is shown towards them and what I really loved about this book not so much the main character in it her daughter is awesome freaking love her daughter and I also like the way that they portrayed the discrimination between the rich to the poor and how basically the system, like the government, was trying to keep people poor. It was definitely leaned towards the rich to make the rich people happy and not the poor people happy. Hmm, what's that sound and just like? The the <clears throat> difference in the classes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that hasn't stopped today. No, it hasn't stopped. And in some cases it's they're trying to recreate it. Which is insane considering that this was 1920s and 21 and we're in 2021 and it's still the same system that they're bound to keep poor people poor rich people rich yeah we don't want to pay them 15 dollars an hour because then they might actually be able to afford to you know <laughs> eat and stuff right well it's not even just that it's like like one of the things that the people in California were complaining about was that um, a lot of the quote unquote Okies, and I say quote unquote because they weren't just from Oklahoma, they were from the region, right? The Texas, the and- mid, the Midwest that had suffered, or the Central Midwest that had just one of the things that the California Californians complained about was that the quote-unquote Okies were getting government assistance and assistance from the state and they were complaining that their tax dollars are going to you know to feed and house these ruffians who are diseased and dirty and of low moral standards they just lumped them all together and that still happens to this day Mm -hmm. exactly Mm. and that's just I, I just I still see that because everybody thinks that yeah. if you get government assistance, all of a sudden you're just like a loser yeah. who is lazy and doesn't want to work. And that's not the case at all. People who get government assistance usually get assistance because all of the 
minimum wage jobs, you can't make a living on minimum wage no, jobs. No, you can't. But yet at the same time, those people were considered essential workers when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and if we didn't have them, my housekeepers, what would we do? the grocery store yes. clerks. Yes. Yeah. I mean, someone needs to do it. Goodness yep. knows these people getting paid a billion dollars an hour aren't going to do it. No, they were at oh, home. Are you-, you know, there's there's reasons why we have taxes. There's reasons why we have government assistance programs. And I'm not saying that there isn't people who take advantage of it because there definitely is. But there's also people who need that to live. And the fact that they only pay some of these people who cannot work $500 a month and expect them to live off of that is ridiculous because Mm -hmm. you can't even pay rent with $500 a month. How are you supposed to afford food or medicine? This is why I have a food pantry in my locker room for my housekeepers. Yeah, but... Well, and you can't tell me there aren't rich people who are doing the exact same thing and taking advantage of the system by not paying as much taxes as they need to. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are always going to be people who take advantage. They don't need to be poor. Exactly. This, in a way, represents the problems that we still have today with yes. with our economy. And that's what I really liked about this book because you know that I like to get political. I yeah, try not nah. to do it on the podcast because nobody wants to hear me get on a you tantrum. <laughs> but I'm just saying there's a certain color as she pulls out her soapbox that yep. goes with that kind of thinking. Yes, mm. I agree. That we do not and quite it ain't like. blue. Just saying. Just saying. I don't have that color in my house. I bleed blue. Me too. I mean, technically we're all bleed red, but that's here nor there. Oh, geez, Megan. It's blue until <laughs> it hits. It's blue until it's auctioned, auctionated. Oxygenated. Oxygenated. Unless you're one of those those people in Kentucky who actually have blue blood. <laughs> that's, a whole you, other story. that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's a whole other book podcast. But um, I would say that... While there is a few things that I kind of disagree with in this book, which you would have to read it to find out, it has a Mm. lot of good points. And even though Elsa isn't the greatest character for me, she is well-liked from reviews that I've seen and the author, apparently. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, you know what the really funny part about the, the way you're describing the character? My mother had rheumatic fever. Uh-huh. She was a child. She was the youngest of the girls. She was, you know, they weren't rich or anything. But when you were beginning to describe her, she sounded an awful lot like my mother. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she had she's... to stay out of school because she was sick all the time. You know, you have all of those like and rheumatic fever basically is brucellosis. You get it from undercooked meat. And it affects your heart and everything else. Yeah, my mom had it. So when she was a kid. Yeah. She has a heart murmur from it still. I think it was rheumatic fever. That sounds right. This again was called The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. And it was a good read. There's a lot of things that I really liked. A lot of things that got me hyped up about this book. Especially when they started talking political. (laughs) (laughs) Bonnie got real excited. Put on her blue shirt and got her folding soapbox out and <laughs> got my bernie shirt out <laughs> yeah i love my bernie shirt my bernie shirt had a hole in it i ended up having to throw it away what Aww. you could have made a pillow or something i should have then i then i could have <laughs> slept on bernie's head i like him younger not older <laughs> 
So Keith. Yeah. You've wandered into the YA category this week. I did. I stole Megan's stuff. You stole my book, we'll fight. I was not even sad about it. Mm. You know why I'm not even sad about it, Megan? Why? You know why? Why? Because you live in a different state. <laughs> yeah, because she doesn't have to sit in the room with me. me. You know what? You know what? I, I was thinking when I stole this book, when I like read this book, it was like, I'm going to review this. So this author wrote another book, her debut book, and Megan wanted to review it so bad. And um, it had already been reviewed on the podcast. <laughs> oh, no! and she was so bummed. Uh oh. This might be time to fight. Uh (laughs) As soon as Emma Lord's second book came out, I was like, I'm going to read it right away and review it before Megan can't. So this book is called You Have a Mat by Emma Lord. Oh, you ass. (laughs) (laughs) I literally had that book in my hand at Barnes & Noble today and I didn't buy it. (laughs) Well, you absolutely must read it because it is pure joy. I loved it. It's on my TBR, like in my wish list. To order <laughs> i had this feeling oh because she wrote tweet cute that i've like yes blocked she wrote, out so yes her debut Alyssa book was, was the one tweet that... cute and it was so cute yes. and we all loved it and i had like blocked out the fact that Alyssa had reviewed it and was like i'm gonna oh wait no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> you suck so yes I'm this here is for called it. you have a match by emma lord it's her second book we reviewed her first book on the podcast like probably a year ago and so this book is about uh, a 16 year old girl named Abby. She's like a junior in high school and she and her two best friends, they're in this anthropology class. And the anthropology class is doing, you know, that, that family ancestry pro- big project that we all had to do in high school with our family trees and everything. But nowadays, it's a lot easier because they have like the DNA things that you can send away for. So uh, she she has one friend named Leo, and he is adopted, and he knows nothing about like it was a closed adoption, so he knows nothing about sort of his like family. like ours. Dylan Dylan's was a closed adoption as well. Yes. So and he. Like, I mean, he just wants to know something about his roots and see if maybe he has like people out there that might match him. So the three of them decide to go in and the three best friends each decide that they're gonna spit in the cup, send it away. So Abby does it and just kind of forgets about it because, you know, she knows who she is and everything. And she does she does have a bet with her best friend as to who's more Irish. So she's kind of looking forward to finding out who's more Irish. But when it comes back, she she's over at her friend's house and they all get the results. And Leo is really bummed because he hasn't matched with anybody. So he doesn't really know anything more than he did before. And Abby gets this weird notification on her phone from somebody. And it's this instagrammer who has like 500,000 followers and she's 18 and she lives in the rich city like that's kind of next to her city and she messages her and says hey I'm your sister do you want to meet up the influencer messaged Abby or Abby messaged the influencer the influencer's name is Savannah they call her savvy savvy messages Abby and it's like hey we're and they're full-blooded sisters. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And Abby has no idea. Savannah had no idea. So the two of them 
meet up and they and neither one tells their parents about it because they're they're both they both kind of come to the conclusion like they're like I don't know why my parents didn't tell me about this so I'm not going to ask and we're going to try and figure it out ourselves kind of thing. So they meet up and they look really 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 similar. <laughs> is the first thing they notice. So this whole story is uh it's summer break and Savannah every year goes to a summer camp. And this year she's going to be a counselor. And she says we don't have much time because I'm going away to summer camp. You should come. So Abby is a pretty poor student. Her parents have actually been bugging her about going to the scholastic summer camp. And lo and behold, it's the same summer camp. So Abby signs up and the two of them go away to the summer camp. And that's where most of the book takes place. And this whole book, it has a little bit of everything, which is what I loved so much about it. Like Abby has her two best friends, Leo and uh, another girl that I can't remember her name, but Leo, Abby's been in love with Leo since like birth. So they're friends, but she wants to be more, but they've never really pursued that. So there's a little romance because Leo ends up at the same camp and there's a lot of mystery because the two girls just basically never ask their parents, but they're like trying to like search for clues. Like they're looking through their photo, old photos and stuff. And the only thing they find out, they find a wedding picture. Abby finds a wedding picture of her parents. And this is what makes it a really bizarre mystery because I mean, there are adoptions all the time. There could be all sorts of reasons, obviously. So Abby finds out her parents were married already when they gave Savannah up for adoption. The person that officiated the wedding is Savannah's mother, like her adoptive mother. And they're like, what on earth? Like they were close enough that she like was in the wedding, but now nobody talks about it. So it's this big mystery. It's this romance. It's also really fun and nostalgic if you've ever gone to summer camp. I did when I was young, went to sleepaway camp. So it's like this fun little summer camp romp. Uh, Abby is this terrible, she is terrible with authority. She breaks all sorts of rules and she doesn't follow rules. And Savannah, the older sister, is like follows every rule like so the two sisters trying to form a friendship and a sisterly bond is kind of awkward because they're nothing alike. And Abby keeps getting in trouble because Savannah is a big old narc. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which, <laughs> so that's really fun too. But honestly, this book, it's just, it was, it is such a sweet, fun palate cleanser. I mean, it's YA, but it, Emma Lord does a really good job of like not, I don't know, dumbing anything down. So it's just this really nice, like there's romance. Uh, we were talking in the tribe not too long ago about how we love books where there are just atypical relationships and it's not a big deal. Savannah is gay and it's never a big deal. She just, she talks about, oh, she has a girlfriend. Um, so there's that relationship and they delve into that and it's 
just not a thing. So there's all sorts of different kind of relationships in the book. And it's not like, oh, well, how are your parents about that? Like, none of that. It's just there are these relationships. Yeah. So she does that really well. It's just a it a, was it's just, just a detail like yeah. She has she's brunette hair. or yeah. she's blonde. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's exactly. like that's yeah. her hair color, which I love. I, do, I, I love like that when too. it's not a huge deal. So it's it was this amazing, awesome palette cleanser for me. Um, I you guys know I've been in a book funk for a long, long time. And I read this and it just made it reminded me how much I love to read. And it totally brought me out of my funk. Are you just trying to butter amazing. me up so I'm not mad at you for stealing a YA book from me? I don't care what you think about me stealing <laughs> your way. I needed this book. I, I know. That's so why bad. I'm it. It's fine. You beat me to it. <laughs> don't so make her get her taser. Yeah. <laughs> I just need that to be like your ringtone. I know. It's Holy crap. That's what I was I'm thinking. Make it, make it the now. ringtone. Oh my god! But yeah, it was good for all your notifications it's... from the the from the three book girl. Where's the nut sack? <laughs> it was lovely. It was wonderful. I enjoyed it so much. It made me so happy. Ty lit artist. Oh right, yes, and that's you have a match by Emma Lord. You should all read it. I literally had it in my hand at the bookstore this morning and then picked up something else instead. So when you were talking about the whole fact that one of them's a narc and one doesn't like to play by the rules (laughs) and the summer camp thing, it made me think of Parent Trap, the original Parent Trap. You know what? It is entirely Parent Trap-esque. It really is. That's what it made me think of. Very. Yes. It gave me those vibes too, which, and I love that book. Like it was very, it was a very, um, there's just all sorts of like nostalgic things for me in this book with the parent trap and the summer camp and the kind of friends you make at summer camp that are Mm -hmm. different than the friends you make at school kind of thing. It was just, it was just a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I did stay in my YA world. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I'm, you read whatever you want to read, Keith. I'm just going to give you shit about it. It's okay, because I I owe Jessica and Pat some shit for doing books that are on my TBR list while I was gone. (laughs) Whatever. I'm still going to read them. It's fine. (laughs) Love you all. Um, (laughs) So the book I read for this week is The Mermaid, The Witch, and the Sea by Maggie Taduka Hall. And this book came in a book box. I had not heard anything about it. Um, I can't remember which book box it was in, but it was in one of them. And I was like, well, that book seems kind of cool. So I was like, I'll read that. So we meet our main character and her name is Flora. And her and her brother are orphans. And it's set in a fantasy type world. Kind of like Game of Thrones where it's like real, but there's like mythical creatures in it at the same time, if that makes sense. So we meet um, Flora and her brother and they're on a pirate ship called the dove. And Flora is, is the only female on the boat. And a lot of times in maritime tradition, having women on boards, bad luck. And so she decides to take on this new identity of Florian to be considered a man among the crew But it's not like a transgender 
change. Like everyone knows she's a female, but like they've given her this persona of a male identity because she earned their respect by doing this deed. And I don't know, I don't want to consider it a spoiler because I feel like it comes out pretty early what she did, but she has to perform a task on the ship that they then allow her to be considered Florian instead of Flora. Um, so through the book, she does refer to herself as she and her. So it's for me, that was a little confusing at first. Cause I was like, wait, what's happening? Like they're still using her and she, but he's, but all the crew calls her he, because they've decided that her new name is Florian. And so the ship that they're on, we think it is like a passenger ship. So wealthy families, can cross between territories on this ship and we meet lady evelyn and she's basically being sent from her home to be married off and they she's considered what they call a casket girl and that basically when your family sends you off on the boat to like go be married they pack all your belongings in your casket because you're never coming home and they're like here's all your stuff in your casket yeah they they sheesh yeah they, they call them, ca- I think they call them casket girls. And they're Aww. like, hey, we're giving you like our daughter is yours. The last thing we're paying for is her funeral. Here's the casket for it. Good luck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Talk about a hope chest. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a reverse <laughs> hope chest. <laughs> yes, Oof. it's a little bit dark. And I think my character could have used that as her hope chest. It's right. <laughs> yeah. So and Evelyn is in a relationship with her um maid so i kind of feel like maybe that was some of the catalyst for her parents sending her away was that they were like no you can't be in love with your maid like go be married off to this military guy so evelyn's on the boat and they're out to sea and we quickly find out that this is not a passenger ship this is a slave ship in disguise oh crap yeah so the captain basically tricks all these rich folks into his passenger ship and then like sells them off as slaves in other countries on the voyage. So it's a little twisty. It's a little dark. Mermaid blood is used as a drink, um, but it is super harmful. If you drink too much of it, it makes you forget things about your life. So the captain has had so much mermaid blood that we'd never know his name because he doesn't remember his name. So and her uh, Flora's brother whenever they go to port likes to partake in the mermaid blood drinking so she has to kind of run after him and be like stop being a dick and spending all of our money get your ass back on the boat um to try to like keep them alive basically and they while they're at sea lots of things happen lots of crazy things happen they end the ship ends up catching a mermaid but it's really rare that the ship that captures the mermaid keeps the mermaid alive long enough to actually sell the mermaid to get money for the mermaid blood. And there's lots of like subplots happening at the same time. So like the first mate of the, of the ship that Flora is on the pirate ship is got some secrets that you find out about along the way. Um, a lot of people do not like this pirate captain. They have a lot of things against him. So there's a whole lot of extra things kind of stirring around all at the same time while they're, while you're seeing everything through Flora and her brother and um, Evelyn's eyes. And 
it's just really cool. There's this pirate Supreme. Then we have a witch that gets involved and it's just, it was just a really great mythology type story. Not mythology is not the right mythical type story. Cause you just kind of didn't see everything that was coming and mm-hmm. lots of twisty turny parts of who do you trust? Who do you not trust? What the hell's going on? Like how did this person end up in this place? And it was really good. I'm glad it came in the book box because I have not seen it on any shelves anywhere that I've seen books. Um, so I think it was awesome that it came in the book box cause it was one I really enjoyed and I highly recommend going to read it. I gave it four stars on Goodreads because it was, it was very good, but it was sort of confusing with, with the pronouns for Flora and Florian because she still refers to herself as she, but everybody else in the book keeps referring to her as him because that's her, the persona they've assigned her. So it got that for me was like, what's happening? But it also made sense. So, but that was my biggest hang up. Might not bother anybody else. And that was The Mermaid, The Witch, and The Sea by Maggie Taduka Hall. And I apologize if I am pronouncing your last name incorrectly, but I really liked your book. The cover is really pretty. Yeah, the cover is really cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. And when I got assigned like author book plate with that book, and she quoted Hamilton on her book plate, and it made me happy. (laughs) Of course. Yup. Yeah, the book plate was like, oceans rise, empires fall. And I was like, is that a Hamilton quote? Because if it... (laughs) It sounds like she's your kind of people, Megan. She did sound like my kind of people. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now Martha's going to bring the room down. Is she really? Martha's going to shoot the room out into another dimension. Uh, of course she usually. <laughs> I found the book that I'm going to, to review this week on a science fiction book club Facebook page. Hmm. A lot of times I'm scrolling through there just to see what people are talking about. And for science fiction, I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff out there I haven't read. And I've gone back and tried to read some of the things that I had previously read to see if they held up over time and to some very terrible results in some cases. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So right after this huge failure, I'm not going to tell you what book it was. Um, I went back to the page again. I was sort of looking around to see what, and they were talking about this book that's a cult classic. And I had never read it. So I was like, hey, I got to try this out. It's called Waking the Moon by Elizabeth Hand. It starts out in a, a college. The main character's name is Sweeney. And she arrives at this college in Washington, D.C., of the University of the Archangel and St. John the Divine is what it's called. So she shows up there and she meets some friends. You know, it's a typical beginning for college you kind of know right away that it's going to be kind of witchy it's kind of a witchy type feel but you don't realize how extremely bizarre it's going to get because it gets really strange really fast Mm -hmm. but the interesting thing that I the reason that this book stuck out so much is the lyrical way in which it's written. 
it's one of those books that I would be listening to it and I would just want to stop the recording so that I could listen to this language. I'm thinking, I got to buy this book. So I go to, I go to Amazon to click, click on, it's like the used options are like $585. Shut up. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, then I guess I'll just be getting it on the Kindle for now and then be looking for this bad boy in used bookstores. What it reminded me of about halfway through the book, I was trying to figure out how in the world I would pass along this the information about this book is it's just so bizarre. It has like um, the goddess theme going throughout it. And, and a lot of times in mythology, you get the goddess theme. Only this is even older. This goes back to Minoan times. Wow. So you have these girls that are involved in it who are, one of them ends up receiving this artifact necklace from a woman who's a teacher at the college and she basically gives this girl her necklace and then she gets given the bums rush off into this other dimension by these dudes at the college and you're like what the hell I mean there's it's seriously weird but the thing that it reminded me of is, is if you've ever watched True Blood there's a section where stuff starts to get seriously weird with the Minoan goddess and stuff. It reminded me so much of that. So if you've seen that show, you're, you're totally going to know what I'm talking about. It, it doesn't follow, it doesn't parallel it necessarily in the way the storyline goes. The main characters of the book are young girls when they meet and a young boy. And then you follow them sort of over time and the the girl who receives the necklace becomes this female goddess guru and she's writing all these books and she's doing all this stuff but at the same time all these people are going missing and you know you have all of this other they talk about sacrificing you know they talk about all this stuff and you're you're wondering what the hell is going to happen you know there's some kind of ritual or something mm -hmm. coming up and in the middle, I started to get a little bit weary. I was thinking, ugh, really? Really? Is, there, is this ever going to go anywhere? And then it finally <laughs> happens, you know, and they <laughs> end and I'm like, holy crap. Okay, then let's do this. I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic, but not for the reasons that you would think. It had for me. It mostly had to do with the language of the book and the way it was written. The fact that this was her debut novel, almost for me, had a supernatural quality. I've read some of her other books, and I haven't read all of them. I've only read one other one. But I, I after I read that first book of hers that I read, I didn't go looking for another one because it wasn't that great. Didn't really impress me that much. But this one. It's like it, the book itself feels like it's magic. Wow. And based on the reaction that you get from science fiction fans that are talking about this book, it's pretty amazing. I got to say, I, I, I've got to have a copy of it at some point in my life now. Just because it, it just has that quality that, that, well, I don't know what else to call it, but magic. It really has an interesting quality that 
you just feel like you need to own it and look at the pages. And I listened to the audio and the girl who did the audio was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I was looking her up and I was like, man, this lady has the coolest voice ever. She did a fantastic job in, in the narration. I don't know. I'm off on a whole new um, rabbit hole of trying to find some of Elizabeth Hand's other books to read besides the one that I didn't really care for that much, which was called, right. I think that was called Strange Toys was the other one that I read, but. <laughs> and that's why she read it yeah. to begin with uh-huh. because of the, the name. Title. But the title like that, you know, you kind of have to read it. But truthfully, if you're, if you're a sci-fi fantasy fan, and, and you have any kind of connection to mythology or ar- archaeology or, or anthropology, that sort of thing, I think you'll really like this book. It was called Waking the Moon by Elizabeth Hand. And it was excellent. Maybe it just hit my spot right at the exact time I needed to read it. I don't know. <laughs> but it came out in... 1994 so it's an older book oh wow wow. yeah it's an older book i was nine yeah see i mean sometimes though (laughs) you you guys you have to go back sometimes you have to go back and you have to read books that are not the newest books yeah to find those true gems and i am so glad that i saw this listed you know they were talking about it on this science fiction page and i'm like yeah this is why I like to read, man. This is fantastic. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love that title, Waking the Moon. Well, it was very, it had that whole goddess theme going. It was creepy as hell. And there were some <laughs> angels and you normally I don't, normally I feel like I'm too old for that stuff at this point in my life. But just the way it was written just made it feel magical. Definitely, um, if you are upset by the idea of human sacrifice or witches or that sort of thing, you might want to skip this one. That nano. <laughs> yeah. It sounds good, though. It was, it was good. Nice. So. What else? It's hot as hell in it's here. It's super hot and my back hurts. That's <laughs> why so I keep moving because I can't get like too much Zumba this morning. Well, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever, you're young. Oh, I don't feel... I'm, I'm, I'm I was feel, born in 1994. I was not. I was born in 85. She was born... I was nine in 1994. You know why? I, was, I only know that because that's the first year I could go to Culver as a summer camper and You know 94. that in 1985, I was already working in radio. Yep. Wow. Yeah, Yay. old geezers. That was, was the year baby. I, that was the year I started in radio. Yep. 1985. No, actually, it was, I lied. I lied. It was 1984. It was November of 1984. Oh, see, I wasn't even born yet. Yep. <laughs> oh, dear God. I was already out of high school. So um, let's remind people once again that we are getting things together, getting ready to do a little book retreat of sorts in Denver, Colorado in August. And why are we telling you about it this far in advance? Because if you live in the area and you want to come and hang out with us, then we'll have some details coming up. But we wanted to just you know, give you plenty of time. So if you feel like you want to come and spend the weekend with a bunch of your book tribe, which is us and our tribe, then are we, are we telling them the dates yet? Or are we just, keep Oh saying? no, the date, 
is August 13th through the 15th. Yes. Woo-woo. We already know that. We've already booked plane tickets and whatnot. So we're going. I just don't know yes. where we're going to do our live podcast yet. We're still working on those details. Once we get those details uh, cemented in place, we're going to shout that thing from the rooftops. Yep. I'm excited because they have independent bookstores, and I've never been in one. They do have independent bookstores. We have independent bookstores here. We have several. Well, I mean, I'm excited to come there. I've we're going to get you. We're going to get you here, Keith. Period. But you know, they were. I think we maybe have talked, but they, they were talking about how like sales of physical books and stuff have gone up because of mm-hmm. people wanting that. bookcases. And there's yeah. companies. There's companies that literally you can pay to come curate your Zoom background bookshelf. Hey, we could get what? paid to do shit like yeah. that. So like all these That'd like awesome. politicians and actors and people like those those there's a chance that those books are <laughs> all bullshit and that they just paid somebody to come do a bookshelf behind them for all their Sheesh. Zoom interviews. Well, there's an excellent independent bookstore in Denver called The Tattered Cover. Yay. So we're going to be visiting. They Actually, they have several around the city. When I lived in Casper, there was only one Tattered Cover and now they've like exploded in the area. So I'm very excited to visit there for sure. Keith, you still look like you're a little sleepy over there. I like literally rolled out of bed and like walked, I don't know, five steps from my bed and like sat in my chair. To and do all she's podcast. thinking about is her bed right now. You're trying to get back over there. What's so special? She's glancing she's over looking to the she's like, at I miss you, what, what is so special and magnificent about this bed you keep longingly looking at? When I was really, uh, like when I was 18, I went into the hospital for an operation and I had to stay there for like five days to be monitored. And literally the, the best thing about that hospital beds used to be amazing. They are not anymore. Like now they're stupid, but so I have like, you know how craftmatic adjustable used to have the really annoying infomercials late at night. Like I have one of those. Okay. But what is it? Put a quarter in. Well, no, you don't put a quarter in. But seriously, <laughs> for those of the TikTok no, that generation, was the magic fingers. Sorry, I'm those, dating yes. myself. The kind when you go my to the hotel room and you put see, a quarter in. <laughs> my bed doesn't vibrate as much as it massages. Ah, uh, so that's on, so on one side of my bedroom is my stupid ass spin cycle which makes my butt hurt all the time. And then I have to walk five steps and sit on my bed and then massage my ass. For like <laughs> <laughs> I could just give up exercising. I think that would be no, so much easier. No, we have hikes to take in Denver, man. Yes, you have to at least okay. be hike worthy by the time we get to Because it's a mile Denver. high city. I've already said I'm going to read books and get drunk and do a little bow, chicka bow, bow. Like, and bond with her vibrator. Oh, yeah, that's true. I suppose <laughs> you don't have to hike. But you say, nobody hiking, said this anything about this hike. hiking shit to me. Okay. You gotta take like a Thank little. Thank you, Vonnie. You, gotta you guys take a, hike. No, we've, we already established last night that there's a kids' trail in Estes Park. Rachel already looked because she doesn't want to hike either. A <laughs> kids' trail. And that's paved. Oh. And you can say you went on a hike slash walk in Estes Park. We've got it. I don't understand why you guys can't go hiking while Rachel and Vani and I sit and drink 
There is a bar the in the Stanley the- Hotel, so see, I don't know if you, you can drink at the bar. You can't drink there. in the Listen, park. I was out of breath after looking at this last house because it had stairs, and you want me to fucking hike? Yeah, <laughs> and and it's a and it's over six thousand feet. So then it, I'm not going to yeah. be able to breathe. I, <laughs> the only kind of heavy breathing I like to do usually. Um, it, brings <laughs> an, the accessories along with speaking of with which the tracy's dog two. pro two um tracy's all i hear when you say tracy's, tracy's dog, dog is stacy's mom and all i that's hear the name yeah, of this that's the name of this bizarre on. vibrator thing that we found that tracy's dog every dog single one of you need to go to the web page it's like the first thing when you type in three book girls so By we're excited because it's a this. cult vibrator i guess you know the people love it oh, so wait much wait a minute there's it th- says cult you can't have a cult vibrator that's not how that it has works. a cult so, is that following like, so maybe don't use it and try to drink wine at the same time because that's how you chip teeth see <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna do it for three book girls. I really do have fifteen book. Can't get enough of three book girls? Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow them on TikTok, YouTube, and check out their website at threebookgirls.com. And join the group Three Book Girls Tribe on Facebook. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend or join them at one of their live events. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.